0: tutors of life podcast where we research life so you don't have to episode 109 this is your 108
1: 110
0: jesus fuck 110 this is your host sean Tudor,
1: (laughs) and this is sam
0: these there's too many of these damn episodes how am i supposed to remember
1: you're the one who wants to do two a week
0: i want to do three a week
1: yeah maybe when i quit my job
0: (laughs) You know I did they? It was like the
1: oh, like the jump f- thing. The like when it's funny. Yeah. Good on. Yeah. Got it. Um. Hey guys. But all I had
0: was a pen in my finger. So shitty. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead.
1: Um. So guys, it is Sunday at eight p.m. Like always.
0: Just when we want to fucking record.
1: Hell yeah. Uh. If you check out our neat little setup, I have three mouses in front of me.
0: Yep, and I have a notepad because that is all I need.
1: Yep. Uh, so today we want to kind of talk about not just bun- budgeting, but like fine-tuning your budget, I would say. Is that how you would describe it?
0: Yes. The Yes.
1: Fine-tuning and then also how to really break down if a big purchase is worth it.
0: Yes. This suck. Uh, Yeah, we talked about this weekend a little bit with my cousin, and um, it's a big thing I do, and he does the same thing, right? It's like breaking down a big purchase and to see what the break-even is uh, to see if it's worth it.
1: Yeah. I have never done that. I usually take a day to think about it, and then I never usually go back and get it.
0: Yeah, I'll take a day to think about it, and then I'll want it, and then I'll get it, and then...
1: You'll regret it?
0: No, I don't ever regret anything. I regret shit. But then, yeah. Then, like, a month later, I'm like, why did I do
1: that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think it's, like, a neat thought process of how to really... Really think through what you're buying and spending. Um, Sean and I haven't really been paying attention too much to money because we had the wedding and we had some trips we were going on. So it was just a lot of other things going on in our lives and we really lost track of our budget. Uh, And now we have two houses to pay for. So we're really trying to rein it back in and start uh, following our budget again and being more conscious of how we're spending our money yeah um in a moment too i'll we'll actually go through our physical budget because why not we like to do things uh in person Mm -hmm. just like how we went over my specific story brand so we're gonna actually go through mine and sean's budget and kind of see where we can like cut down on things uh, luckily Sean and I do have a like we have businesses, so we are planning on moving some things to business expenses because now the business also uses those same things. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, let's talk about how you break down big purchases first.
0: Cool. You want me to go?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> why I <laughs> led you to that.
0: I'm just talking to you. All right, so big purchases. I will do a car let me do a car a car could be fun
1: I liked the lawnmower but the lawnmower oh
0: okay 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 let me do this alright let's do a lawnmower right so this is actually a new one that Sam and I did because we bought our new house right
1: yes we bought our new house
0: and alright hold on don't be mad at me I'm just looking for a lawnmower I need to know the price, riding mower. Bear with me guys, bear with me. Um, 42 inch, no, let's go 46, boom. Okay, so this one is 2,400 tax and shit, will be like 2,600. All right, cool. So what I did was, I was like, okay, I need a lawnmower. It's gonna be twenty six hundred bucks for a lawnmower, right? hmm Um and so to have a company mow my lawn for me is a hundred dollars. It's not quite a hundred. It's like ninety five bucks a mow or something, right? hmm Is that what it is? Uh
1: for one of the houses. Are you doing one or both houses?
0: I'm talking about just mowing our new house with Okay, a yeah, yeah, lawn. yeah.
1: So like
0: ninety five. Like yeah, it's like ninety five bucks to mow our lawn and we just set it up to get mowed twice a week because so it's easy that way, right? So 95 bucks, I'll round it to 100 for simple math. So 2,600, so we'd essentially need 26 mows before it pays for the lawnmower, right? Right. And usually in five years, the is still gonna be worth something, maybe 500 bucks, you know? So there's a potential sell at the end of it, yeah. but we're not gonna use that for now. We're gonna say you around to the ground. So it takes 26 mows. How many MOS are in a season, do you think?
1: Um, well, let's say, because I think they did start, like, halfway through May. So, let's go one in May, two in June, two in July, two in August, two in September? Nine. Sure. Let's go nine nine. Moles. We let's, could do ten. Let's
0: do ten MOS. So, there's ten MOs. So, 26, ten MOS, So, two and a half years, okay? Two and a half years just to pay for the mower. Okay. Now we also need to calculate in gas. We're probably for our own lawnmower, we're probably doing gas. We'll probably go an acre, maybe a gallon a mow. Is that reasonable? Yeah, I think so. Maybe a gallon a mole, Premium, five bucks a mow. Mm-hmm. So Uh, out of this 26 mows times five bucks so that's 130 bucks okay 130 now we also need a weed whacker okay um what's a weed whacker cost i'm gonna look that up
1: i don't know is it it's i want to say only like a hundred dollars but i bet you it's gonna be like five hundred
0: um two hundred okay yeah so two hundred bucks so, we just go 200 bucks for a weed whacker. Okay. And then. um, Blades? Yeah, blades and maintenance and shit. I'd say blades maintenance over two and a half years. So, 200 bucks. I don't know. What do you think? Two and a half years. Maybe 150 bucks? Yeah. Okay.
1: On the low end, right?
0: Right. All right. So, just to pay for. Just to pay for the lawnmower, right? It took two and a half years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, to pay for the weed whacker, the gas, and the maintenance, we are at 130 plus 200 plus 150. That puts that 480 bucks.
1: So that's another so that's
0: five mo's, right? So another five mo's, so we're up to 31 mo's, okay?
1: So that's three years. It's
0: three years. Okay, so we're at three year break even. That's just with material, okay? And so then you
1: gotta think of time.
0: Just material. Okay, now to weed whack an acre and to mow an acre with a forty six inch lawnmower is gonna be about an hour and a half to two hours. Okay? Let's go two hours. Did you say two hours. No, let's well, go with an hour and a half because weed whacking? I mean they weed whack every single time. So if you wanted your lawn to look as good as the company's, you're right. We'll do two hours. Mm-hmm. So two hours a mow, two hours. Mm -hmm. Now, what is two hours of your time worth? Okay, so if you're working for a company, um, usually you're mowing your lawn when you would be on overtime.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so if you're making 20 bucks an hour, you're typically overtime, so it's actually you're making thirty bucks an hour. So for two hours, it's sixty dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. so sixty dollars. Now they charge $100 a hundred dollars a mow, Okay, so we're at three years just to break even on the lawnmower, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now let's factor in the time ta- your time, which is sixty dollars a mow, right? Right. So we're at three MOWs or three years for the mow. And let's figure you had to mow for those three years. So 31 MOS times $60. $60 puts us at $1,860. $1,860. Okay. So we need to, to break even on that $1860. We're now pushing out 18 more mows, right? 18 more mow jobs, okay? Which is another 1.8 years. Yeah. Okay.
1: We're almost at five years.
0: <laughs> so we're, at, we're just shy of five years. So if we're at five years, we also got to calculate the next two years of mowing.
1: Oh, and add that back on.
0: You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: So you got to calculate that on... To that, and then we just keep going down this rabbit hole. Okay, so let's just for funsies, right? Do one more time. We're here. So, sixty dollars times two more years, twenty, so twelve hundred. Right? Yeah. So we're at the five year, twelve hundred. That's twelve more mows. That pushes us, however the fuck.
1: Yeah. Wait, sixty times twelve, or what?
0: Sixty dollars times two more years of mowing, which is twenty mows.
1: Because eighteen okay, okay,
0: sixty, okay. so twelve hundred. So we are fucking. We're deep. We're not even. We're not even at break even at like eight years. So another way we could look at this, right, is we could break it down per mole. What it would cost per mole. Okay. So let's figure a twenty six hundred dollar machine. Okay. One thirty for gas. Two hundred for uh, the Weed Whacker, 150 for the lawnmower. Well, I guess if we're doing it... Man, I don't even know how the fuck you end up calculating this down. This is going to be absurd. So, just for the equipment is $2,800, mm-hmm. okay? So, how do we break that down into what that is per mole? If we have... We, ha- we essentially have $40. So... We know our time is worth $60, mm-hmm. so we have $40. So we're at 2800 divided by 40, so 70 mows, 70 mows, seven years. Seven years is our break-even, not including gas and maintenance. So with our time, so just our time and the equipment, it takes seven years to break-even on mowing your own lawn, an acre lot.
1: Yeah, if you're buying a lawnmower. If you're
0: buying a lawnmower. Yeah. So if you're buying a lawnmower, it takes you 70 mows, so seven years, to break even. But then you also got to factor in maintenance, storage, and gas. And so your real break even is probably around eight years. To mow your own lawn or have a company do it.
1: So Sean also does this with buying cars. Yeah. Because if... as. I know you guys have probably heard us talk about how Sean wants to get a more gas-efficient gas car. And so he breaks it down how long it'll take for a car that gets better gas mileage to break even with the difference in gas prices. Yep. He he explains it to me, and it it's so hard for me to follow. You should honestly actually write a blog of this so you can uh, write that down.
0: Oh, that makes sense. So then, people can. Uh, yeah, well, I'll run through the car one real quick, right? So, let's say you want a, a fuel efficient, decent car, okay? Mm-hmm. Ten thousand dollar car. All right. Right now, I drive a truck, a diesel pickup. Gas right now is five dollars a gallon for diesel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and my I get thirteen miles a gallon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I go thirteen miles per every five dollars. Right now. What's gas? Uh, $4, right around $4 for unleaded. Yeah. And I sold a car that was getting 28 miles a gallon, but I'm gonna say 30 miles a gallon, okay? Mm -hmm. 30 MPG, MPG on truck. Truck right now is paid for. I have to have my truck for work. It is the way it is. Don't at me, okay? So, per 13 miles, divided by five, So what the fuck? Is that right? Five divided by thirteen. Five dollars divided by thirteen, is that how I get my apps? So it's thirty-eight cents a mile. Thirty-eight cents a mile. Okay. And then four divided by thirty is thirteen cents a mile. Okay? Mm -hmm. So ten thousand dollars. I'm not going to include resale value because that gets us off track. Um, right now, so when I sold this car, I was only driving about, what was I driving a month? Because I, I, I drive about 20,000 miles a year. No, At the time, I was only driving like 12,000 miles a year, but now I'm driving about 20,000 miles a year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it will be 1,000 miles a month, but right now... I'm driving probably 1,500 miles. I'm gonna say I drive 1,500 miles a month right now. It, it's, it could be a little more, um, but so 1,500 miles a month. So at 1,500 times .13, so that is $195 in gas on this car or 1,500 times 38 cents, $570 in gas in my truck. Ah, yeah, I'm driving a little more than that right now, but we'll go with that because I would still have to drive my truck for the other time, so we're just going to say this is my mileage I wouldn't need to drive my truck. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we're at $570 a month in gas that I can give up to a car. And I'm going to subtract that from the 195 that I would get with a car that gets 30 miles per gallon. That's $375 a month. I could save by driving a car instead of my truck. Okay. So 375 uh, so I take 10,000 divided by 375, which gives me 27. It's like 26.6 So 27 months before I break even on buying that car. That doesn't include the resale of the car. So right now, it could make sense for me to get a new car because two years and three months is my break even, and in two years and three months, that car is still probably gonna be worth eight grand, seven grand maybe, you know? So I would, I'd be up big time. Does that make sense?
1: That's for a $10,000 car?
0: That's for a $10,000 car. And so how I did it before, when I had the Kia sold before, and I had my truck, I had a half ton truck at that time, and um, and I this does this also doesn't include insurance, but um, gas at the time I was calculating it was like two fifty a gallon, and so I had a four year break even, um, and yeah I think I had a four year break even on that Kia, and I was like yeah that's not worth my time four years whatever i won't have these things for four years so no big deal um so that's why i sold it was the break even didn't make sense but now gas has gone up significantly because of our wonderful government um and so it would make sense for me to drive a car around because maintenance is a lot cheaper on a little car than it is on a one-ton diesel believe it or not no way yeah um but this does you know you do got to factor in no uh Definitely. insurance on a ten thousand dollar car depending on who you are, it's probably about seventy five bucks, eighty bucks a month for me. Um so I mean that that also needs to be factored in. But um yeah. So that's how I that's how I look at cars. And most of my big purchases. Yeah. I hope that made sense. I could make a YouTube and a blog about that too.
1: Yeah. I think it'd be good for people to see your written part of it.
0: My chicken scratch. Yeah. I could put up a whiteboard behind me, get all fucking crazy.
1: We should really
0: buy a big whiteboard that yeah. like
1: yeah, yeah yeah we should get a big one
0: is that what you're talking about yeah and I can stand up and like oh look at my whiteboard
1: yeah cause you and I we should honestly probably get two of them one strictly for the podcast and one, one...
0: for us to write on yeah oh my god do you know who Demi Bagby is Bagby Demi Bagby
1: that sounds familiar Bagby
0: she's like um, this little gymnastic girl oh okay cool I used to see her on those like snapchat reels yeah Uh, on like whatever the people doing crazy shit the superhuman ones
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah.
0: she was always on that and i was like oh that's cool then she popped up on like the snaps recommended for me by the superhuman snap thing
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and um and so i saw her snap for the first time this past friday two days ago she had three like three of those big ass whiteboards Filled up with shit lined up against her staircase at her house. And I was like, that's really cool. Because that's like her whole, she writes out like all of her content on there. Mm. Um, and she was writing out about excuses, about um, about being a, about people being victims. So she had three whole whiteboards filled up with notes on victimhood. Dang. And for like her next, their next video series or whatever that they were doing and so i thought that was really cool
1: yeah you and i just have so many ideas and like we have the vision board which we really need to start like typing things out posting it on there uh but yeah you and i just need them so badly we have a little tiny one and it just doesn't do it i know those big white ones are expensive but i think it would help us a lot
0: yeah i mean it would make sense because then i could YouTube and, and show examples and stuff on there. Yeah, exactly. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right, we'll do that. We'll start out with one. Or maybe we'll just go... Let's just go crazy and get two. Let's you, just go crazy.
1: I wonder if the university is going to be selling any anytime soon.
0: That'd be really cool. How do we find out?
1: Uh, I think we can just look at the surplus store website, okay. maybe. They might auction those ones off, actually.
0: They used to that. Auction them off? They used to sell them at the... Store, remember that?
1: I don't remember ever seeing the big whiteboards. Uh
0: I don't know if I You went
1: a lot more times than I ever did. I though. thought
0: I thought there was a section for them. Maybe. But we can uh we can see.
1: Yeah. We'll look we into it. Um, maybe we should start a donation site on our Tutors of Life.
0: Donate to me to get a whiteboard. Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, like for improvements, just in general.
0: Yeah, goddamn right people.
1: We've Sean and I've talked about getting compressor mics. Those are the mics that uh change the volume for us uh so like right now i manually go in and i kind of change everything all at once a good producer would actually go through the entire thing and amplify parts that are too quiet uh do a noise reduction for the parts that are too loud and i just don't have that time <laughs> but if we had compressor mics it would just do it all for us and it would sound a lot pr- prettier
0: we could just get a following and yeah. Then sponsors
1: yeah that's true
0: but that takes a long time
1: yeah um but so those I, mics are like twice the price of what these ones are um so that's anyhow. just why we haven't done it
0: that makes sense
1: and we also want to get roads for travel or mics for traveling so yeah. i'd rather get those first
0: because we do travel
1: yes so yeah
0: yeah a big idea we should do that first we should do that i'm gonna write that down mics for travel we're gonna buy them okay did you find the ones you like
1: uh, I have seen lots of people using a specific one with their phones, so. Okay. And that's the kind of the one I was thinking of, except for they're really expensive as well. Hmm. So, yeah.
0: Living the dream. Right?
1: Yeah. So what we do to create contact for all of you.
0: Love it. Okay, so we just broke down how to break even on an expense. Yes. Okay. What next oh i also do this with a lot of my properties about um like based off of rent i will give an example real quick yeah. you, okay okay so if you do all new floors in your in your place you can typically request more rent right so let's say i take a 1200 square foot unit okay 1200 square foot uni- unit unit typically if I have somebody else do it, not myself, to buy the floor, install the floor is $5 a square foot. So $6,000 to put new flooring in one 1200 square foot unit, right? So 6,000, I can charge if I put new floors in $125 more a month. Okay? So 6,000 divided by 125 a month equals 48. So it's a four-year payoff for me to put new floors in.
1: Are you going to have that unit in four years?
0: Most likely. Are those floors still going to be good in four years? Probably, actually. If we do the glue down.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Probably going to be good for – like, I, I'm skeptical. I really want to see how long this glue down lasts for – Compared to the old... Because the vinyl glue-down now, right? I want to see what it looks like in 10 years. Right, yeah. Because the glue-down vinyl panels they were using in like the late 90s, early 2000s, that shit's still hard as a fucking rock to this day. It just looks like shit. Mm-hmm. And so I really... It's a different texture is what scares me. The, the planks now... Are, the vinyl planks now are like a different texture. They're almost softer. Interesting. Than the hard planks that they used twenty years ago, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's from aging, right? Like maybe that is from aging. That's how they age from like all the compression, walking, everything on them. Yeah. I don't, the temperature being out for twenty years. I'm not sure, but when you compare them, they're they're quite different. So I'm really hoping that the vinyl planking I've been installing last the 20 years and it's worth it yeah I mean even if it lasts like honestly even if it lasts 10 years right like we just heard my payoff is four years um and a lot of the times Kyle and I do the work so we bring that six thousand down to like four thousand realistically right um but really really would be nice if it lasts 10 years because that's six years of pure profitability on them you know yeah so anyhow, that's how we break down stuff for apartments and, mm. and and rentals and stuff like that.
1: And there's, like, a lot of, uh, like, pages online you can look up stuff of. Because um, one question I've seen or, like, thought of is, like, for your flips. How much, like, let's say you put in uh. granite countertops compared to whatever. Llamour. You can look that up online, and it'll tell you, like, oh, if you put in granite versus, uh, what's the other kind? Uh, duh, 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 duh. Uh, what is it called? Quartz? No, what are the cheap ones? Laminate. Thank you. I, I couldn't say a... It...
0: Babe, I said that.
1: Oh, I did not hear you say that. Yeah. Um, so, you, it, it'll tell you, like, percentage-wise, how much more you can get out of a sale if you have quartz versus laminate. Yep. Uh, so that's another thing like I know I don't think you actually physically look it up all the time I think some things you already know how much more you're going to get out of if you put more money into it so that but that is another thing you can do if you're into like flipping houses or even renovating your own house yeah look into how much like that'll increase the value to do it because if it's something minuscule minuscule then don't don't do, do it.
0: Extra. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Unless, unless you're going to live there forever, you know, and it's your personal house, and that's what really is going to make you feel better living there. Um, but if it's a flip or it's a temporary place, don't do it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's go through our budget.
0: Let's do it.
1: So, uh, like I said, Sean and I, we've been kind of slacking on it. Do we are
0: 27 minutes deep.
1: Yeah. What okay, Keep it? going. Love it. Um so i won't really be able to show you this uh but we'll kind of go through it so at the top we have what month it is um how much sean and i make in a month and then uh before when we had roommates we had like rental income and other income so if sean like sells something or whatever we'll put other income on there we actually haven't once again for a while so but it's there And then we go to our expenses, and these rows change often, obviously, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's the things that we have that we get charged for every single month. So, Sean and I take out personal money every month, uh, which is $100 a week, and we both get to spend our $100 on whatever we want. Um, We did just change it this week, where now if we ever want to go out to eat, um, our the, uh, we have to pay with that money. Uh, we do have $100 of food money a week that we spend. Um, and we were taking that money to buy fast food. Yeah. But it just doesn't work well because we buy meat in bulk. So we need to save our extra food money so we can buy that meat in bulk.
0: Yep. And then we're eating less fast food. Right. Which means we're not as big of a piece of shit.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh... So, there's, I mean, there's obviously a couple things in here I can definitely delete now. But uh, sh- we have Sean's martial arts in here. Yeah. Uh, Bark box, which gets charged only once a year. Um, that's for Ham Ham.
0: The Ham, oh, she needs it. Yeah. You know what? That's something we got to have.
1: Yeah. Um, but, like, in here, because I have a whole bunch of columns for every month. So, I can see when that thing will pop up. Mm-hmm. Why did you zoom out? I don't like that zoomed out. There oh. we go. Okay. But so I see it's going to come out in November of 2022. So Shunt and I can look at it and be like, oh, okay. We know we need to have an extra 170 in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, What else we got? We have Audible, uh, Netflix, and I changed the prices in here as soon as I uh, see that the prices went up. And this is what we just talked about today. So net, we have Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. Which I don't think we have Amazon on here. Is that a once a year thing? I that's
0: think? a once a year. It's like one hundred twenty bucks. It's ten bucks a month. A month.
1: But so that's twenty for Netflix. It's I think fifteen for Hulu. It says thirteen seventy, but
0: yeah, it's fifteen now. I think it's fifteen. And then and Audible is sixteen. And Pandora's and ten
1: and Amazon is ten and get Amazon's ten, yeah. So, that's all of our like streaming stuff we have.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So it's a not sem-
0: including my OnlyFans. <laughs> IJK. <laughs> IJK. Uh,
1: that's seventy-one dollars a month that we spend on all those things. Yep. So what's that a year? I
0: don't know. Eight hundred fifty-two $852. Eight
1: hundred fifty-two dollars. That is almost, and like, that's almost a mortgage.
0: A mortgage payment.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah one mortgage payment. One mortgage. What I mean,
0: I guess, yeah. How you can look at this now is in relation to what TV bills used to be.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what and I'm so, saying? And that also doesn't even count Wi Fi.
0: No, no, of course not. Our no, Wi Fi
1: no. is $80 a month. Yeah.
0: Dude, spectrum blows. Yes. But, uh, like, you got to figure, like, your TV package back in the day, you know, before we had all these streaming things, that was probably 70 bucks a month. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, really, we're paying, like, you know, with these services, we pay for what what we had for one TV back in the day. Or yeah. for, like, the TV yeah. we had back in the day. So, I, I look at it as a, it's worth it. We get Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, mm. Audible pandora
1: and if it's something where like because we talked today or the, yesterday during the summertime we don't watch as much tv as we do during the wintertime.
0: That's... so if
1: it's one of those things that like you are also like that then cancel it for the summertime and then pick it back up in the winter because
0: you'll probably get a discount when you're a new customer
1: yeah but it's not like it's gonna charge like it's not gonna cost more if you drop it and then Rejoin in four months Mm -hmm. That's But that Like Netflix If you did that That's 80 bucks you're saving Yeah You can spend the $80 On something else Or you can save it Or fast food Yeah Uh, So we're just We've been very We're trying to be more picky With our Budget And what we're actually Spending our money on uh, Because I mean I'll go through this list And then I'll tell you How much And like Our We spend way less money Than like Quite a few people
0: yeah, but yeah, yeah okay. But it, let me let me it, say this one thing real quick.
1: But I was going to just say, it just goes to show how quickly it can get out of hand. So yeah. it's 856 I mean, still, $100 a month.
0: Yeah. So, so I mean, say we wanted to delete our TV. Mm-hmm. Amazon we keep because of Prime. Well, I mean, all that stuff, we now have, like, use shit for, like, the business, too. Yeah. So say we say we just wanted to cancel hulu and netflix right 35 dollars. say we want to cancel it for the summer it's 140 bucks right yeah so you have to factor in deleting the account and resetting up the account which is probably two hours of your time which we now know two hours of your time 60 bucks so really it's 80 dollars to delete it for the summer Is it worth the headache and stuff to delete it for the summer?
1: Are you talking about, like, Wi-Fi or, like, Netflix and Hulu? I'm talking about
0: Netflix and Hulu only.
1: It would not take you two hours. Why not? Because (laughs) it's literally just one of those things where you just, like, I'm sure with those, you just log back in, put, reactivate account.
0: Okay, fine. Whatever. I'm just saying. When you're talking about that little amount, it's not that big of a deal because that fucking $35 you're going to spend on stupid ass shit anyways.
1: I mean, for most people, yeah.
0: Every motherfucker. Yeah. Now, this is where it comes into effect. So, we have three. Amazon, because it's dual fucking use and we get Prime with it, which we order shit. Mm -hmm. And then we have Hulu and Netflix, right? Mm -hmm. Which we also have hooked up to our Airbnb. And so, our Airbnb uses that way more than we do. Um, so it's like, whatever. It really makes sense for us to have that. But if you were to factor in, oh, I also got HBO, I got Paramount Plus, I got Disney, you know, you start adding in those other services and that's another, or or say you got uh, Hulu Plus,
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah, Hulu Live, or Hulu whatever, whatever that's
0: like 50 bucks a month, right? You start adding that shit, dude, boom, you tacked on another 100 bucks a month.
1: 100, 200.
0: Right. Yeah, so like you gotta be careful. That like that's the point of this. We have three services. You, we don't need more than that. No. Um, and we do a purpose of all with business, so it really fucking is low. Yeah. Um, but like when you start adding up all your services, you really start to that adds up fast without you noticing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So then we have. Uh. We just estimate for our electric. It was actually really low this month. I don't know if you saw that. It's
0: because we fucking don't... I don't know. That's crazy, actually. We always got computers going and shit.
1: Yeah, it was only $104.
0: For electricity?
1: Yeah. that's At least that's what they took out of our bank account.
0: That's really impressive. Unless
1: if there's another house connected to our bank account. Nope. Oh, yeah. Just this one. So, yeah. Uh, so, I always, like, overestimate. Uh, usually, during the wintertime, I'll predict we'll obviously spend more. And then... I just adjust it as soon as I get the bill. Right. And then we got, let's see, your Wi-Fi, our phone bills. Um, we had to add, uh, add our UTV payment. Uh, Elite Mail T. I I just mm. added that for you.
0: Mhm. Testosterone. Necessary.
1: Yep. Um, Hulu. And I have what dates these all come out of, too. So then I can look at this and make sure that, like, we have that money in the, the account or I know to pay the credit card bill that it's charged to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have them in the order of what date they're charged as well. Uh, we have my student loan payments. We have Erie insurance, uh, the motorcycle. We had Sean's truck, but that's gone now. Mm-hmm. Pandora. Um, and then at the end of the month, cause I always also track everything on a document. So at the end of the month, I'll, uh, include what like miscellaneous other spending we had mm-hmm. um obviously like we have maintenance on cars we have other random stuff Maintenance on buying. houses yeah vacations so, right so all that um i have food money i have when uh our garbage garbage gets charged which they raise the prices
0: Dude, yeah, they always fucking raise the prices. Guys, I just found out recently. I knew this, right? Like I knew this for years, but I literally it was confirmed. You know, they make us get these recycle bins. They just throw it all into the same fucking pile, dude. It all goes to the same place. Yep. The landfill. They don't recycle.
1: Uh at least in just get charged for more. At least in clear you don't.
0: Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. Like quit playing with us. Just tell us the truth. Don't charge us for that extra fucking recycle bin. Just give us the one goddamn garbage bin. I don't want you little shit.
1: If waste management didn't suck so much, I would say we should call and get a smaller recycling bin.
0: Dude, they fucking blow.
1: Yeah. Um, and then we have, uh, like, taxes that we're supposed to put in our savings account. So then it's there for the end of the year. But we haven't done that. Whatever. Oh, yeah. So then at the end of the month, I have a total. Um, so our total, like, just all over our expenses is $3,000. And then I actually need to add our other mortgage payment to this now. Yep. And then it's our total expenses, and then it says the difference between our expenses and our income. Yep. Um.
0: So believe it or not, with two mortgages and renovating a house, we are no longer positive every month.
1: Yeah, we're definitely cutting into savings for a couple of months. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, like, we're we're hoping to make money off of this house. So that'll kind of
0: If we don't make money off of this house, I will literally shoot myself.
1: I honestly don't know how we wouldn't.
0: I will kill myself. If we don't make money. I will. Yeah. That's a promise.
1: Uh whatever, Sean. Um but so yeah, I mean we, we have this all worked out and we like when I write out the budgets by hand, I see all the miscellaneous stuff we buy. And so Sean and I sit down and we Usually talk about like what we bought. Why do we have to buy it? Um And we're just trying to control our little spending a little bit more.
0: Yeah. As far as like credit card shit, is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, just yeah. everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Just being more conscious of it.
1: Yeah, and we are we I mean we're being a little I, we're trying to be a little extreme these next couple months, uh, just because I mean we have the the honeymoon coming up. We're trying to plan a reception, so we're still going to be tight on money uh, for the next couple of months, especially while we have two mortgages to pay for.
0: And renovating a goddamn house. And
1: renovating them. Yeah. And by doing this, because by us getting the practice of being more tight with our money, we're living in our means more. Obviously, we're going to be out of our means while we have two houses, but... Then, once we only have one house, we're going to be in the practice of being frugal and tight with our money anyways, mm-hmm. that we'll be able to start saving it and investing it into other things. Uh, Sean, and I have talked about getting a cabin somewhere, getting a motor home, and just traveling around the country. And we wouldn't be able to do those things if we aren't this finicky and picky with what we're spending our money on and making sure our money's going into a good place or in a good mm-hmm. direction.
0: Yeah, if you guys listen to, like, um, high successful people, um, like Andy Frisella, he lives off of 10% of his income. Uh, Grant Cardone lives off of 20% of his income. They, when they talk about it, they talk about how for, like, the first 10, 15 years of them doing that, they lived off of shit. Mm -hmm. Like, for the first 10 years, they decided to live off of 10%, 20%. They lived poor as shit. They had to, at times, they had to go live with their parents. They drove the same shitty vehicles. Um, they ate fucking ramen, bare-bone shit, right? Like, they talk about how they lived, like, they just scrounged for 10 years to live in these means. Now, they're they in that habit. Now, they've been doing that for... Andy Frisella has been doing it for over 20 years. Grant Cardone has been doing it for over 30. And they're both worth over a half million. Yeah. Or sorry, a half billion. They're both worth over a half billion. Yeah. And now, if you can imagine what they're bringing in now, they're bringing in seven figures a year. Personal, I'm sure. Yeah. And so they have to live off of 10% of seven figures. No. Yeah. They probably bring in eight figures, dude. They're probably making eight figures personally a year. I don't know. Yeah. Could you imagine living off a of fucking, like, oh, you only get to live off of, like, what, one, two, three mil a year? You know what? That's all right. I'm sure they're living all right. Mm. I'm sure they're living... Nah, yeah, fuck that. Dude. They're probably living off of way more than that.
1: I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Even I wouldn't if-
0: be surprised if those dudes were, like, taking home fucking 20, 30, 40 million a year.
1: Mm. But still, like, it's... It's good practice to be in because, especially them making that much money, think how ridiculous a purchases you can make.
0: Well, like, off of ten percent of, of ten million.
1: Right, like you're, yeah. th- like they would just buy so much stupid shit constantly mm-hmm. if they didn't save the rest of it.
0: Well, but they would never, they would never get to where they're at. They would never have the impact they have. They would never help the amount of people they had right. if they were, if they didn't set those habits early on and if they were living off of say 80%. You know what? Say they only lived off of 50%, which is fucking way more than probably anybody listening.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, that's way more of a savings than most people are listening. Most people Most people live off of more than 100%. Most people go backwards every single month. Like there is more people that go backwards every month then then go under um and so but like what i always preach is at least save 10 percent and live off of 90 that's like where you have like i say that's where you should start start by saving 10 percent right away living off of 90 these guys do the reverse of that
1: yeah but you can slowly work that percentage up
0: it worked down yeah work worked that percentage down
1: Oh, of how much you're living off of them? Yeah. Oh, from, I was talking about how much you're yeah, saving. Yeah, you're right. Up. Yeah, so
0: work that saving up. So go from 10 up to, and work your way up. Um. But yeah, I think if those guys set it at 50 instead of 10 or 20. They would be nowhere.
1: Yeah, no. We wouldn't
0: be talking about them. I bet you we wouldn't even be talking about them. I bet you we wouldn't even know who the fuck they are. Yeah. They would just be like, oh, yeah, I heard about that guy that, that does real estate. Or, oh, I heard about that guy that had the supplement company. Yeah, oh, they make some cool videos. That would be it. They yeah. would not be who they are.
1: They wouldn't be as big of influences as they are.
0: Right. And so now they can do the shit where Greg Carter talks about getting his fucking coffee every single morning. And he talks about, oh, don't care about getting your coffee. You got to get your, uh, like, just make more money. Buy your coffee, but make more money. But then his other videos are like, oh, yeah, I mean, but you can only live out for 20%. So if you ain't living off for 20%, you ain't getting your fucking coffee, dude you know? And so that's like, that's where like a mistake, uh, like, uh, people will listen to those guys to their highlight clips and they'll be like, yeah, don't worry about the little spending, like fucking just make more money. But then when you go deep in their content, which I've gone deep in their content, it's like, oh yeah, but you only get to live off of 10 to 20% of your income. So you have to make like, fuck you money Mm -hmm. to get your fucking $7 Starbucks every morning. Right. Oh, yeah. You know? And so I just just love that concept. And the people that are always like, oh, just make more money. Do what you want. Yeah, they're living off like fucking 70%, 80%. Or some of them are living, in, you know, 100%.
1: And he's even talked about like Andy Frisella, especially the other day. Even talked about if he didn't, like, reinvest so much of his money back into his company, it would not even be close to where it is right now. Hell no. No. So, it just goes to show that you have to really take the time to be frugal, don't spend much, reinvest as much money back into your own business uh, just to, I mean, get it to a huge fuck you amount.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, because he talks about, just, just go listen to his content sometimes. But I think it's like in the first seven years, he made 56000 He He himself made $56,000 in the first seven years of business. Mm-hmm. And then, because what he did was he could have been making six figures, you know, not for the first five years, but he could have been making six figures um, and doing well, but he reinvested it. So he made 56000 in his first seven or around that, yeah. you know. Um, by year 10, personally, he was seven figures. He was making over a million personally come year 10 because he reinvested all that money back into the company. Yeah. Um, so I guess year 10, if he was making seven figures, he's on year 22 or 23. Yeah, he's definitely making eight to nine figures a year personally that's insane about that.
1: that's yeah. insane yep cuz like he has like he has no debt like he's paid off everything
0: yeah he doesn't yeah he talks about not really having any debt even on the properties and stuff he owns um which that that's his own personal thing i set up my properties and stuff as my business so i utilize debt but he said now um he's gotten to the point he is with a multi-billion dollar company or billion dollar company, whatever, um, with no debt, but he wants to take it to the next level. um, And now he has all the tools, resources, and everything to start utilizing debt to take it to a Mm. multi-multi-billion dollar company, which is really cool. Mm. Um, But yeah, it goes to show, dude, like, you know, setting those habits early
1: and just working
0: the process. And that's what we're doing here. That's why we have a budget. That's why we do this. It's not for right now. We could live like most people live and we'd be fine, right? But we're trying to exponentially like, build this discipline so that our budget in 20 years is a six-figure budget. Mm-hmm. And we're rein- – or sorry, a seven-figure budget. And you're able to re- reinvest for like eight figures.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope that makes sense, guys. Uh, I highly suggest... We have both uh, electronic and paper versions of different budgets. Um, This is the one that tells us what our generics expenses are every single month. And the paper one is the one where I keep track of our daily random stuff. Uh, But I, I highly suggest doing something for a budget... And looking at it often, because when you start to look at it often, then you really start to think about, like, okay, do I really need this new pair of jeans for $80 when I can go and get a pair at TJ Maxx for 20 Right. Like, it's really going to make you rethink every single thing you spend. Oh, this also reminds me, um, a guy I've... Listen to one time a while ago so long ago he always thought of everything in the amount of amount of hours he worked yep so like if you wanted to buy an 80 dollar pair of jeans and let's say you, wear, you make 20 dollars an hour that's four hours of work to pay for those jeans but i obviously without taking out taxes without or anything out tax like, yeah 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 but yeah. It just like i mean if you just do it in simple terms like that you're like man are those jeans really worth 4 hours of my work
0: right yep uh
1: so that's just another easy good way to really think about what you're buying and how you're spending your money
0: yeah yeah i love that mm-hmm. it's a really good way to look at it
1: mhm 100% cool you good?
0: why would i mow my own lawn like ever yeah
1: um well we got a free lawnmower we got a free so... lawnmower
0: so really it's time yeah Which i'd save 40 bucks a mall maybe mm. 30 bucks a mall hmm yeah i
1: don't know it's uh that's another thing too like instead of getting brand new like sean could have broke it down like oh what if i get one from facebook and it's only 500 dollars
0: yeah, I could have done that. Maintenance and shit goes up. I ended up getting one at a property for free. Yeah. So that's why I'm considering doing it now. Because I got one for free.
1: Yep. But yeah, think about that just think about how you're spending your money. And mm-hmm. it you like it you need to keep track of it. You have to. Because as soon as you stop keeping track of it, then you just spend money willy nilly on all the stupid shit.
0: hmm Absolutely. Cool. I love it. That's what I got. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch you Friday.
1: See ya.